Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from May 26, 1990. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. Doc is in a pissy mood, so before I throw it to him, I want to give a special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, and Joe Priest. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And now I'll throw it to Doc and ask how he's doing since he's pissed off still. I'm I'm great, dude. Uh-huh. That's not what you said earlier. That's nah, not true. That is not true as not true at all. What I want to know, first of all, before we get into it, Mike, are we going to be able to do this show? Are you, Can you concentrate? Is your dog going to go out there and eat, eat, <laughs> eat anything else on Sasha's watch? Or do you need to just put, quit, your, quit the podcast? Harper, how are you dog. doing? Maybe Dawes a drug addict. <laughs> oh, Mike's I guess dog you're doing does fine. more drugs than he, his dog does more drugs than he does. <laughs> what a what a straight laced dork. I know what a dork. <laughs> I guess everybody's okay. I mean, we're talking about yeah shit here. We're doing oh. great, man. Our football team's won again this week, so uh, we're sitting on top of the division. I don't know why you get football updates. These things come out a week after the fact, and it's, like, outdated. Well, It's, it's really told, dumb, to be honest well, with I, you. I told T-Hog what was going to happen to him, and, and it went even better than I could have ever imagined. Cause it's, we almost like fucking, it's almost like the episode that we're about to watch. Yeah, we're taking our cue from, from Herd. <laughs> Christ, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, football's doing well. Um, yeah. I'm feeling just, good, Mike. I'm feeling blessed. How about you? You're feeling I mean, blessed? Do you, want, do you want to tell the people that about the bonus show that just dropped with uh, Southern Wrestling Historian, the, the champ? <laughs> Why are you laughing, Hover? <laughs> uh, he started getting hot in the middle of it, man. He was getting mad about something. I don't even remember what it was now. Started talking about the time he was on Busted Open Radio and how he started cutting a promo and... He's like, he was all angry. I was like, bro, you need an intervention, man. You, you're angry, man. Come on, calm down. I don't know. He was all hot. I, he still claims he's always been a Southern wrestling fan, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I, mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what to, all, haven't we all? I don't know what to make of that. Do you? I, do you have a certain saying for that? that it's, uh, every, it's all a work. Is that it? <laughs> I, Hopper, do you 
want to take a stab at it? He was mad at you when we were recording. He well, was. He said, Punk Harper. <laughs> what did he say, Doc? You heard it. You listened to it. You said, right? He said, I'm tired of that motherfucker. You text him, and then, like, he don't he don't respond for, like, days. Well, so, I'm busy. We, we, we recorded t- Tuesday night. Um, by the time this airs, it had been a week and a few days ago. And, and so I was, I think at the beginning of it, I may have said something like, did you, you know, do you want to bring Darren on? And he cuts a promo on Darren. He was like, no, Darren's like Brock Lesnar. You only bring him in four to five times a year. I think I told you that part. I would have thought he's more like Gilbert. That <laughs> would have been a better comparison too. But then on the Harper, I was like, I wasn't sure if you're going to want me to call Harper because every other time Harper that we've recorded, He's always like, yeah, 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 bring, call Harper. So, you know, Luke likes these four-man pods, which can be difficult. The three of us do it well, I think, because we don't step on each other's toes much. And when we do, we're like, all right, no, 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 you, you say what you're about to say. So we're, we're good about the dance. But you get four people on, they don't do it all the time. And you just have people talking over each other nonstop. So I was like, uh, did you, have you talked to Harper? Fuck him. I was like, oh. <laughs> He, I was like, what's, you know, he's like, I tried to call him three times on Sunday after the Saints game. He won't pick up my calls. Bullshit. Okay. Apparently you were too busy on Facebook <laughs> about the Saints. There yeah. was. Well, there was. That wasn't it. I actually posted something on Harper's page. I don't remember what it was. It was a meme. It was something stupid. And I tagged Luke in it. So Harper commented on the post. And on that post is where Luke said, be nice if you answer your phone. <laughs> he was in a, you said, he was in you a pissy said, mood. He needs to be the first one that you ether. That's what I'm saying. That's nice. Uh, Doc, before we get jumping, and I, you know, I, we're not going to waste a lot of time on this week's episode. What uh, what other flips and dives you got? Uh, I just want to say, and, um, and this is going to lead to some discussion, I'm afraid, and in not a good way. But, uh, you know, we uh, if you're a patron, you know, hopefully you've already listened uh, to the uh, Capital Combat review. We don't want to give too much away about that, but I can tell you uh, Harper joined us. So that means right there it's worth the price of admission. And where else are you going to hear all three of us? Take turns at singing the James Brown classic Living in America. (laughs) Living in America. You, see, you can't sing now because it's on okay. the, the page. You got to tell them what they're missing. <laughs> eye to eye. No, see, this is how the, you're giving it away for free. Detroit City. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so if you're not a patron, we had a lot of fun with that. We went for a, a good solid two hours last night talking about the RoboCops. I'm sorry, Doc. I'm thinking about living in America. <laughs> Why not? Detroit a- City! Detroit City! Dallas! Dallas! <laughs> Pittsburgh, PA! Pittsburgh, PA! New York City! He just kept going on and on. Atlanta! <laughs> and they were like, when is he going to wrap this up? <laughs> oh, what I said man. last night, it's his last big hit. Superhighways! Coast to coast! Easy talking! Anywhere. That was very entertaining back in the day. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what else we got, Doc? Um, it was a hell of a pay per view to review. I know you didn't like it. 
Hopper and I were a little bit higher on it. But you can listen to that at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If I'm not mistaken, we got to turn around and do a clash here pretty quick. Uh, we got about two and a half weeks. We got to do a clash. Luckily, the clashes aren't three hours. They're a little bit, you know, a little bit shorter. And I think that's the clash, as we're going to see. I believe that's the clash where we're going to see Rick versus JYD. Can't Woo! wait for that. What are they going to do? Have a pie-eating contest? Set your DVR for that one. Watch his fat ass lay all around the mat. Boy. Jesus, look at you. I'm sorry. Dude, have they you ever seen that match? Your community. Have you ever seen that match, Doc? No. Oh, my God. He is two minutes in sucking wind like he's yeah. going to die. I've seen that match, and it's, it's obvious. Rick is that where you patterned the, the Menace character off of? Sure. He looks so bad, but we'll talk about that when we review it. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Get... Our pay-per-view that we just reviewed, Capital Combat 90, here Harper cut his promo on RoboCop, and I mean, it was a splendid promo. I looked at it today, right before we were recording, and I think it was about 12 minutes long, man, that segment, and Harper was going off. He's been dying to do it, so the only way you're going to be able to hear that is there. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT, and then I want to welcome Jake G to the BTT Hall of Fame Patreon level, so thank you, Jake. Again, you can sign up. You don't have to become a Hall of Famer. But tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to 300 plus Patreon shows, including all of our Clash of the Champions, all of the WCW pay-per-views we've done through 1990 so far, and so much more. Uh, Dark Side of the Rings that we've done. We did the Any Biographies earlier this year. Tons of stuff available there. 300 plus episodes, plus the video versions. Okay, Doc. Um, do you have anything before I hit start record on the video version of this week's show? Only one more thing, and it's been two months since we've had a five-star review. That's really fucking unacceptable. That's Bro, what the fuck these assholes been doing? Nothing. Just <laughs> sitting around, getting uh, just breathing in all the germs. Oh, God. <laughs> Six years from now, Harper's going to listen to the opening where he just said, what the fuck are these assholes doing? And he's going to say, I shouldn't have said that. You can't call people assholes anymore. Yeah. Put a muzzle on. <laughs> oh boy all right well i tell you what time to get into it it is may 26 1990 like we've talked about this is the post this is the show after the pay-per-view uh, mm. capital combat 90 with robocop and we jump into the show uh we are we're in the georgia mountain center again they recorded this or taped this i should say on may 23rd 1990 there were about Nah, 1,500 people, according to the research that I did on the history of WWE.com in the uh, WCW section. So, not horrible. Uh, again, decent crowd. Uh, the show opens up. Uh, JR promises a big surprise for the horsemen, and then we head straight to the ring for Tommy Rich and Johnny Ace. Oh, one other thing. I did want to mention that. So, Doc, what we're going to talk about later where they... The thing we talked about during the pay-per-view where somebody's in the hospital before their match and they air it after the fact. I just want to point out also, notice that Cornette has the U.S. tag belt. So yes. <laughs> they got they got that right related to what happened at the pay-per-view, yeah. which was a good match. You got to go become a patron and hear us cover it uh, between Corny's team and the Z-Man and Pillman. So they got this right. Corny's got the U.S. tag title belt. However... They botched something else. We'll get to that later, so no uh, need to get started on that now. But did you catch that, Harper? How they got that yes. right? 
I say, okay, well, that's correct. <laughs> We're not giving brownie points for just being correct. Well, come on. We're going to subtract some for the other ring. All right. So we keep moving. We go straight to the ring uh, after we see the A&W ad. And we're going to have Tommy Rich. Okay. Uh, We talked about this last week, but I I keep coming back to the fact that Nintendo's got to be a huge get for them in 1990. Yeah, dude. For real. I mean, Sega, Nike, Coca-Cola, sure, those are going to be bigger. But this ain't like Goody's headache powder and shit. This is a Nintendo is a name brand. It's the biggest video game. I, I'm fuck. I mean, yeah, that is huge. I think the fact that they got, I think A and W had to be. Yeah, I mean, A&W mid-size. A&W They're a mid-size. Company. Yeah, right. They're a nice mid-size company. Now Harper, why didn't we get NWA on the ring apron here? God, do they still call it NWA or is that still? Yeah, it's still the NWA right now. Well, well, don't tell them that. <laughs> They're not sure. Albert was all over the brand management and the marketing at the pay-per-view as well, just so everybody knows. It was uh, inconsistent to say the least. <laughs> well, we go to the first match. It's Tommy Rich uh, and Johnny Ace God. versus the State Patrol. Now, I want to point out, Tommy, Tommy Rich tagged with Captain Mike Rotunda at the pay-per-view, right. but don't worry about that. Go ahead, Hopper. What? It's almost like it's like when you play the video game and it's a tag team match and then you just hit like random select <laughs> and, it, and it just hits, it just picks two random wrestlers. That's like what this is. He's not wrong. <laughs> it's like Tommy Rich is the like, he's the he's the fucking Chris uh, what's the guy, Fritz Fritz uh, Patrick, the quarterback? That's him, a fucking tag team wrestling. He's with a different fucking team every fucking week. Go, <laughs> Tommy Rich, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Every week he's tagging with somebody else. Yeah, he just tagged on a pay per view with Captain Mike. Let me yeah, remind Captain everyone. Mike. <laughs> Tommy Rich and Johnny Ace uh, the state uh, versus the State Patrol. JR is really promoting this big surprise for this week. Flair comes out on commentary, and he asks JR and Cornette what this big surprise is, and JR says, well, you're just going to have to wait to, till later on where we'll break the news. And then JR continues sharing information you know, we never expected today regarding this surprise. And then JR also brings up uh, Mr. Wrestling 2 is, uh, is uh, joining today. Uh, Corny isn't too happy with this. We also get a mention of the next clash that Doc mentioned earlier. This is coming up in a couple of weeks. Again, tinyurl.com slash BTT. And then JR also mentions that Paul Orndorff will be here today. So besides this match going on, lots of information is shared about what is going to happen on this week's show as these guys wrestle. The crowd actually was kind of into this, I thought. Yeah. They, they They were getting up and... Yeah, it wasn't like they were dead. It's Georgia, so it makes sense. And Tommy Rich and Johnny Ace win when Rich hits the greatest-looking Thez press ever because he's the greatest NWA world champion of all time. Doc, any thoughts on this matchup? So we introduced somebody at the pay-per-view last night. We're introducing somebody here, (laughs) and we're just mentioning in passing that they're going to be here tonight. 
And they're wearing the same clothes. Well, that guy I, is, but but Orndorff. I mean, couldn't Orndorf. we get a little bit better in you know introduction for him onto the Saturday night program? Yeah, for real, huh? Yeah, because Orndorff the, is the key is he's not the surprise. Well, who do you think was a bigger wrestler? You the think? surprise is the guy that was on the pay per view last night. Well, I got an explanation for that when we see it. Who do you think was a bigger wrestler, JYD or or uh, stuff, Mister Wonderful, with their career? Orndorff. You think so? Yeah. I think Orndorff I mean, had a longer run. Yeah, yeah. JYD I mean, at the height of his popularity was was he was that he was that dude. But the problem but was, was Orndorff had a run with Hogan. Yeah, that's Orndorf, true. That's yeah, Orndorff had a run with Hogan. And I mean, JYD, the thing was, he, his run in, in WWF was fine. He just, he was already out of shape. And the sad part is, he's 60 pounds heavier when, by the time he gets here. I mean, if you thought he was you big last Rich, year. You think Tommy Rich is like, with Johnny Ace and Captain Mike, and he's like, man, I used to be the champ. Or <laughs> is Tommy Rich saying, Hey man, this beats working on the indies. Yeah, I think he's thinking that. I think he's just happy to be there. Is he pin me, pay me at this point? Yeah, I'm sure them WCW checks bought a lot of goodies, headache powder, pal. Come on, what does that mean? It means he could take care of his headaches. What do you want me to say? Yeah, you're gonna get canceled for that in a few years. Yeah. Okay. Doc, any other thoughts on this uh, classic five-star matchup? It wasn't a bad match, actually. Wrong team uh-uh. won. Yeah. Wrong team won. You think the State Patrol, like, ever won, like, in, uh, in like, house shows? I think they won in house shows, and there were probably some Saturday nights where they picked up some wins later on. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I think so, too. Harbor, they're around forever. Like, they're into the Monday night nitro days they they are around forever yeah that's why i I was like you don't remember when when Uh they first came back when they first showed up i was like when they first showed up as state patrol let me point out because they they were doing jobs before then i was like you don't remember them you're like no yeah state patrol was around forever they were on they were they were always on saturday night back then uh and i'm talking about once nitro starts they were always on saturday night i thought but yeah, I, I think Doc's right. They picked up a few wins here and there. Uh, I mean, they're two talented guys. I mean, they know what they're doing. I had a hell of a gimmick. Not the best gimmick ever, like Callaway, though. Okay, Doc. Any other thoughts as this match wraps up, and we're gonna see Rich and Ace win? No. Okay. Here it comes. Look at that Thez press. Watch how awesome this is. I mean, he really nails it, boy. Look at here comes. Oh, look at that. Tremendous. Put his sack right in his jaw. That's really good work. Doc, you're not putting it over. All right, Doc, let's go I just now. I want to get to... out of your way so that you can do a great job of putting him over. Yeah. Giving him the Barnett treatment. Let's go to Ric Flair and Ole Anderson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to talk to Mr. Wrestling 2 here at this situation. Just forget about Wrestling Number 2. You talk to us for a second. You're out here telling everybody you got a big surprise 
A big surprise for the horseman, a big surprise for Flair. Well, I want you to know, if you didn't quite get it already, that we're not talking about a title shot for Luger again, and we're not talking about a title shot for Sting again. So now, I'm asking you as polite as I can, what is the surprise? Well, only if I told you the surprise, it wouldn't be a surprise now, would it? Cut the crap. All I want to know is what do you know that we don't know? You're being real smug on the TV program, telling people you got a little surprise for the horseman, and I'm saying, what is that surprise? Well, I'll tell you something. You guys like to surprise you people all the time. You can't just stand here and fantasize. I'm a busy man. The horsemen are busy people. We want to know right now what you and Turner have got in mind for us. Well, I'd love to tell you, but we've got to take a station break. Fans, we'll be right back. Yes, we do. Let's go to the break right now. I love Ole, man. He's just a crusty old man. He's got the do somebody in outfit on. He's just pissed, and it's perfect. Doc, what do you have from this? Cut the crap. Yeah, cut the crap, Ross. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. They want to know what who, the hell. Who is it? What's in the box? What's in the it, box? Yeah. What's in the box? Come on. Mike still has never has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Educate yourself someday. Yeah. You should try to do that. You know, to you yourself. should try expanding your horizons past just sitting on the couch for 14 hours on Saturdays watching college football all day. Yeah. Free I your mind nothing. and the rest will nothing. follow. I do nothing of the sort. That's a lie right there. Any other thoughts? I thought Ole was awesome. He was. All right. Well, it's not going to help. It's not going to save this episode. No. <laughs> Here's the segment of the episode where Jim Ross and Jim Cornette, which hold on, this is about to be the worst thing by a mile that we have ever seen on any program. This makes Tim Horner look like Ric Flair. (laughs) I'd rather watch a 60 minute marathon match where Norman is cloned and wrestles himself. Oh, God. In amateur wrestling, because this is unfucking forgivable. Once and again, I'm going to be in a bad mood after you play it. I want you to pay attention to something. Mm-hmm. Ross and Cornette, they tease the surprise some more, and then they throw to Lex Luger, who's in the hospital. But also, Corny's got the U.S. tag title belt on his shoulder. Where did he get it? They want it at the pay-per-view. Really? Now, so there's been a pay-per-view. Which one? I'm going to hit play. Here we Capital go. Capital Combat, 1990, hmm. the return of Robocop, Robocop for the first time. Let's go to this segment now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Still to come, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. We're going to show the fans in just a few moments, plus that big surprise coming up. Wait, wait, what, what is this surprise going on? You got Flair in an uproar. You got everybody in an uproar. What's the surprise, Jim? You'll find out in due time. I don't you... like surprises. I don't care who else does. Well, apparently the horsemen don't like them either, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to have to wait, same as you, James. You don't know. Well, I want to tell you know. something. We're going to show uh, a feature here in just a moment. Our colleague, Tony Schiavone. Went to the hospital that Lex Luger is now in and had a... You think that's funny? <laughs> yeah, I think that's real funny because Ric Flair must have had a great granddaddy that was an Indian, some kind of witch doctor because he's put a curse on everybody who tries to take that title. Luger's in the hospital. Luger so is. Fault, he shouldn't have come out of it. 
Well, Luger was in the cage, and of course that cage was supposed to keep the horseman out. It did not at Capital Combat, and the beating that ensued put Luger back into the hospital. I don't think he should have been there in the first place as far as that's concerned. But right now, let's go to our colleague Tony Schiavone, the special feature with Lex Luger at bedside in the hospital. Okay, Lex, we've talked to your doctor. I know you've had a temperature over 103 for the past couple of days, and, and to be honest with you, that, that leg does not look good at all. Tony, I'll tell you what, it's going to take a lot more than a little discoloration and a little swelling in my leg down here to keep me from Capital Combat and Ric Flair in a cage. I understand that, but the doctor has said, pointedly, this is a serious staph infection that you may not even be able to get into the ring May 19th. You know, Tony, I've had seven days here staring at the ceiling thinking about nothing else but Capital Combat 90 in this hospital. And damn it, I don't care if they rip these tubes out of my arm, Tony. I don't care if I have to crawl, take a bus, a train, however I have to get there. I am going to be there in that ring in Capital Combat 90. Flair's reign of dominance and terror is finally over. I've got him where I want him. I'm not going to let it slip through my fingers. Well, fans, we we don't know when Lex Luger will be back in action, but knowing that great competitor will be sooner than oh, we think. No. Now, I have invited Hit the so, tackle then, Harper. What the fuck? Yeah, that's the right one. No, it's you key know, to point out. It's key to you point know, out. You know, the camera doesn't go to his leg and show you the damage? And he says he got a staff infection. I was like, yeah, he probably got an infection for wearing a nursing staff, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he took you saying he took her temperature? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, I want to be fair to Ross and Cornette here. They position it like he suffered an injury at the pay-per-view. Right. But the segment that they throw to was from previously recorded segment where Luger and Shivani are now acting like this is pre-pay-per-view and right. they don't know if he's going to be there when uh. we just watched the pay-per-view and reviewed it. So, Doc, are you going to hang up? You don't want to do the rest of the show? Because that's the vibes I'm getting from you. Somebody's got to get fired. Am I wrong? You think they, you think they just didn't give a fuck? I don't, I don't. You think they were I like, fuck it, you know, we're just going to cash the checks, you know. It's like kind of like uh, fucking yeah. Urban Meyer for the fucking uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. He's like, no, because that's funny. That's funny to watch. This is not funny. Nah, I'm not going to say that. Watching what Urban let get away with in Ohio State, that ain't funny. No, no, I meant now. Right. Well, he Them he's just a buffoon. He's just a clown. I mean, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, him him allowing domestic abuse to happen and then claiming his wife never told him. Shut up. You're just an idiot. Um, yeah, he's he's just a moron. Um, he's an idiot. No other way to say it. But no. Um, I don't know who's gonna fire. I mean, Jim Hurd. I don't, who? I, what I want to know is who did this, and and why are they still employed? Because, I mean, it's, it's easy to pin that on Herd, but you think Herd's cutting the tape together? No. No. That's my point. But he's at the just, same time... He's, he's just talking to Ruse. But he's leading the organization where this kind of shit's possible. Yeah. 
Well, we already know there's no quality control. I mean, you could see it by, you know, we got Arnie Anderson twice on the graphic, and you're going to see it again. That's a mistake. This is a clusterfuck. Thank you. This is like a guy catching an interception and then running running the wrong way. And going to get a safety. Yeah. And spiking and high-stepping the whole way. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not Luger's fault. Right. No, not Luger or Shivani. It's 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 all. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> I I just want to know who did it. I want to know who spliced the tape together. I want somebody to write into the drive-through, even though Cornette doesn't really answer questions anymore about classic wrestling. It seems. Yeah, bro. Uh, what the fuck, dude. <laughs> um, maybe we should start doing that i want somebody to i want somebody because this is this is something i'm curious about i want to know if he remembers this and what and what he knows about it and if if he can shed any light on it because they sure did i mean this is as bad as them airing a, a, a an episode from two weeks prior except what they do is drop one clip from a, a minute of an episode that's sh- a minute clip that should have been in a previous episode is in the middle of this one it makes no sense. And Ross and Cornette, they did the correct wraparound to throw to it, but the actual segment that should have been there of him talking about an injury in the cage and afterwards, yeah, it he's talking about his injury before. Staff, I got fever. Ooh. I got a back injury. It's spinal. <laughs> like, like that fucking Mike Tyson meme. I broke my back. It's spinal. Right. Well, let's keep moving. Uh, unless you've you got something else to, to say, Doc. You think they had to rent out that fucking room from the hospital? It just, you know. Only if the hospital was as good a workers as the wrestlers. <laughs> I'm trying. That shit okay, looks that... like a the beginning I mean, of a gay. It looks like the beginning of a gay born. Oh come on. You think that's funny, huh? I, I just said, you know, Tony's got his mustache. No mustache rides. Uh, I was trying to look, so... I mean, it looks like it could be a... Ho- I don't know. I mean, that's a real hospital. That's a room. Yeah, yeah. Are we uh-huh. sure that's just... That could be just a doctor's office, huh? Maybe. No. I don't know, because they got the, the fucking sockets on the wall, and then... Yeah, maybe so. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. a hospital bed, right? Yeah. It looks like one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's May 16th, and Luger's saying here he doesn't even, he's going to do everything he can to be at Capital Combat when it was a week earlier. But anyway, um, any, any other thoughts, Doc, before I keep going? You got anything else you want to say? Just terrible. Right. Unforgivable. Awful. Poor shit. Oh, coming out of that, we go to Mr. Wrestling number two. Let's go hear what he's got to say. Now, I've invited an old friend of mine to join us here on World Championship Wrestling. Indeed, a legend in the sport of wrestling. I'd like to bring out now Mr. Wrestling 2 here at World Championship Wrestling. I know you know him very well, Corny. Yeah, I I know Mr. Wrestling 2. Good seeing you, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a commentator. We don't have no problems, and I'm keeping an eye on that right leg because I know what that knee lift is like, okay? No problem. You have nothing to worry about. That knee has only been applied to men anyway, so you don't fit that bill. 
Two, I'll tell you something. <laughs> you and I both know the secret that we're talking about, the surprise for the horseman. What are your thoughts on it? Without letting the cat out of the bag for James A., he doesn't know. Well, you know and I know that the horseman has always been high on surprises, providing they're giving them. And uh, this is one time the surprise is coming the other way. And uh, fortunately, I am looking forward to hold this whole thing together for the simple reason that Ole Anderson and, uh, you know, Iron Anderson and uh, Ric Flair, these guys are the devious, most devious guys in the, in the wrestling profession today, as far as I'm concerned. I've watched them many times over. And this is going to be a surprise. I guarantee you people out there, wait, they wait, won't wait forget. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, don't interrupt me when He's I'm He's going on about a surprise. You're going on about a surprise. What is the surprise? The surprise is going to be real good because I can guarantee you when it all comes down and when it happens, they're going to have the surprise of their life, including you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to invite Mr. Wrestling 2 to stay with James E. and I. Right now, we've got more great action here in World Championship Wrestling. Let's go up to the ring in our next great event. It features Arn Anderson. I don't think either one of you know. Doc, you got the sniffles tonight? God, you're blowing my eardrums out. What? You're blowing my eardrums out. That's not me. Okay. No, he's going to lie to me. Uh, <laughs> Doc, what did you think about... So, everybody, direct your hatred towards him. Because uh, he had cleaned that up for a while, but I guess his little sinuses, you know, are getting to him again. What did you think about that, Doc? Wrestling two there. Eh. He said, don't interrupt me, and Corny just kept interrupting him. If he's a real man, he would have grabbed me by the throat. How old do you think he is right there? You can't oh, see his I don't face, know. So. Old. He, yeah. When did he retire? I don't know, but uh, I looked it up before. He's like 56 years old right there. Yeah. He's a lot shorter than, than uh, they are. He's, he, never, he was never He tall. was huge in the, in the PWIs in the early 80s, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, unless you were a big Mid-South fan, you wouldn't realize this. Wrestling 2, he had a history with Cornette from Mid-South. When 2 and Magnum TA, they had right. got together and they first they feuded tag, with. Yeah, yeah they, they were a tag team and they feuded against the Midnight Express when Cornette and them were first getting into Mid-South. So there's, there, there is a lot of history there. Even though 2 ended up turning on TA uh, and whatnot, there still was history with Corny and, and him. So that's why he came in there and was like, eh, you know, I don't want no problems. I'm just a commentator here. Uh, and then two basically called him a woman. He said, uh, this knee lift is only for men. We need uh, to cancel him over that. Yeah. <laughs> two, two called him a woman. Anyway, they continue with the surprise. Hopper, do you have anything else from this? No. Keeping it moving, we got Arn Anderson versus Paul Drake. Wrestling 2 is on commentary with JR, and they continue to play up this big surprise. Boy, they're just drilling it home. Arn mm. makes quick work of Paul Big Drake. He hits the word. Arn, Arn gets this over with quickly. He hits the DDT. One, two, three. It's over. Paul Drake loses. There it was. I went too far. Any thoughts on this match, Doc? Very short but effective. And I thought, you know, Arn gave him one move or two, but then yeah. hit that DDT, and it's a rizap. Yep. So then we go to Rocky King. Yes, Rocky King. Um, they bring in Rocky to tease the surprise now. And we see a graphic as we go to commercial that they are still teasing the surprise. Let's try to get to it as we're, we're watching here. Um, mm. What they do. If you think this week's bad, just wait. Wait to what? A few months later when Rocky joins a certain team. Oh, yeah. I was Jesus. wondering about that. <laughs> why did they make 
Why did they make Rocky King seem like Eddie Murphy doing buckwheat on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> this does not age well. No, and I bet you he and probably not called the only his family. Thing on this. And I'm gonna be on TV tonight. It's not the only thing on this episode that doesn't age well. Rocky oh, no. King also was a really good dude. Bobby Blaze has talked about him on the show years ago, how nice of a guy he was. Rocky King was the ultimate pin me, pay me. Just, yep, I'll lay down, do what you want me to do. Um, I think he told Bobby Blaze something like, Bobby, you ain't going to make that kind of money nowhere else. Just go ahead on, bring that cash, <laughs> bring that check to the bank and cash it. And that was that was that encapsulates Rocky King. What were you about to say, Hopper? I don't remember. Uh oh, he's got his shit now. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't step away at this moment because we're gonna go to Ric oh. Flair and Ole Anderson, and oh, no. Ole doesn't like that Jr. interviewed Rocky King. Here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. I'm sure the Horsemen are still anxiously awaiting the. No, 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 we're not anxiously waiting. The world champion is demanding right now here to be told what the surprise for himself and the horseman is. Bottom line, Ross, spit it out. Who is it? Rick, I would, Ross, is something when you interview a guy like that, Rocky King. I don't much like that at all. We asked you real nice before, and I'm asking you again, what's this big surprise you got? I'm going, to, I'm going to answer you very politely. Hey, we and don't even friend. talk to guys like Rocky King. But if you don't cough it up, I'm going to get in that ring right now, and I'm going to grab him by the neck. We'll find out right now. I'm not going to tell you. It's that simple. You have to wait. It's a surprise. You like to surprise everybody? Where are you guys going? Fans, the surprise for the horseman is on his way. They can't stand this anticipation. Let's go up to ring announcer Tony Gillum and our next event. Ladies and gentlemen, this match. Okay, I was going to keep playing it. Uh, what do y'all have? Y did y'all want me to keep going, or you want to yeah, comment on it. on well, Flair? He really we does don't... have to take a shit. Boy, we I don't... mean, I don't know. Just, it's how Flair says we don't talk to people like Rocky King. And it gets worse. Uh, that that yeah. was nothing compared to to what's coming. Where we're, let's, let's, where we're going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Match is set for one fall in the ring from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, weighing 261 pounds, Cactus Jack Vincent! Yeah! And across the ring, his opponent, he hails from Atlanta, Georgia, weighing in at 221 pounds, here he is! All right, I'll pay you a couple. Go home. Yeah, go home. go home. Get out of here. Leave me alone. And you just take it easy. Rocky, get that microphone here. Relax, relax, be cool. You got no problem. You know, there's one guy that knows what this surprise is for the horseman, and I just want to know what is that surprise. Only you is gonna be surprised. Surprise crap! Who are you talking about, boy? <laughs> hey, 
gonna fool around here much longer. We got rid of Sing, we got rid of Luger, Mr. Norman, and everybody else. Now, if you don't want to get your head stuck someplace with a friend old sign, you better be telling us what the heck is going on. And I want to know now, I want to know right now who that surprise is, Mr. Rocky King. Let me explain something to you, boy. You can't moonwalk one foot with a broken leg, so spit it out. Flat, Ole, he's gonna take care of you, buddy. When he's done to you, your day's gonna be over with. I'm telling you, Ole, that he's gonna do Who is it? I'll go to Doc first. What did you think? JYD's wearing the same thing he wore to the pay-per-view last night or last week. Yeah. Okay. He's a whale. Yeah, dude. He really got big. Like he's not like, oh, he gained a few pounds. He's he's he gained a lot of weight. He Big couldn't dude. fit in a toy rota. <laughs> now you see how it feel when somebody try to buy you. <laughs> wow. Talk, talk, talk on. How'd he do the, 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 the Asian thing? I'm not doing that. I'm do not do it. I'm do no, it. I'm not even no, I'm not even trying. Who's gonna cancel you, Zauncha? I'm not even, no, I just, I don't think I can pull it off. Look, if that, I can figure out how to do Gordon Soley, you can do that. That's a little different. Keep going, Doc. What else you got? Well, Colin and Boy was stiff in any time. Yeah. And there's just so much racial overtones to this. There's the 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 shuck and the jive element is very high. I feel like this is what they modeled New Day off of at the beginning. 
No. 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 It's, a, it, it's almost like watching Blazing Saddles. Kind of. Has that yeah. same sort of element to it. Mike, you've never seen Blazing Saddles, have you? I've seen it. It's been 20 plus years easily. Yeah. He, you said it earlier, Rocky King's out there like prior on Saturday Night Live. Eddie Murphy. That's what I meant. Eddie Murphy. I was thinking prior because of Blazing Saddles. He's a walking Um, stereotype. Oh my God. It's, I mean, you watch it now and you're like, Jesus. Like it just glares at you. It it blinds you. What kind of car do you think he drives? Wow. We oh, still God. get. I, I by the hate. way, I st- I still get hate mail from the time you said the Jive Tones car smells like weed and cocoa butter. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see where the problem was. Wow. Who doesn't want to get? Who doesn't want to take the edge off? Didn't Rocky at, and not be ashy at the same time. Well, cocoa butter ain't nothing wrong with cocoa butter. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with weed? I put it on my toast. It's not legal yet. In I bet you states? more of our listeners smoke weed than use cocoa oh, I'm, butter. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying that. But man, you know the state we live in. You better shut you up. You can't do problem. anything over here, bro. You, you can't do nothing. Oh, okay. So let's get back to it before we get on a, a tangent. The thing when Flair Hopper laughed because it was funny, but damn, it was bad too. When he's when he starts mocking Rocky King, what did he say, Hopper? What did he say? <laughs> None of your. Uh, oh God! I don't want to hear, boy. If it's gonna yeah. be a surprise, and he starts mocking him and trying to talk like him, yeah, it, it's it's very stereotypical. And then JYD comes out and clears house. Now, Doc, I've actually got an explanation that would make sense to you and I in he, 1990. What, did, why he's wearing the same clothes? No, 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 no. He's got, I mean, I, I can't say, answer that. Did he eat all of his other clothes? <laughs> well, I mean, what's Oli's problem then? He's been wearing the black shirt and suspenders now for two months. That's different. Okay, it's different, yeah. That's, that's what hypocrites say, just so you know. Well, it's the same exact T-shirt. They'll say that's different. That's what a hypocrite says, all right? Anyway, here's the explanation for JYD. Yes, Doc is right. He cut a promo at the pay-per-view. 100% agree. Here's the thing. This is May 26th. The pay-per-view was May 19th. How many people you think bought that pay-per-view? Uh, 247. You got the number in front of you? I don't have it in front of me. Oh. I'm just take a guess. Oh fuck. It ain't it ain't, a, it ain't let me say this. Less than a hundred thousand. Yeah. It ain't the millions of people watching this episode, is my point. This is on TBS. It's still Saturday night on TBS. Thus, hang with me. I'm not saying this as an excuse, but I'm gonna point out something. We're in a day and time when there's no network, no Peacock, no YouTube, no social media. If you didn't see the pay-per-view, which I'm going to say 90% or more of the people didn't see this pay-per-view and you didn't see JYD in an interview, 
You would not have known that JYD had come back. The pay-per-view was on the 19th. This was taped on the 23rd, and it's aired on the 26th. So you wouldn't have seen it. You didn't see it, Doc. I certainly didn't see it. I know Harper didn't see it live. So none of us saw it live. So you watch it 31 years later with all the technologies we have and digital frickin' platforms and digital transformation, Doc. (laughs) Yeah. When you watch it all these years later, 30-plus years later, you have a different optics on it, and you're like, oh, well, what the hell? How could they do this? But you put yourself back in 1990, you didn't know JYD was there unless you were at the pay-per-view. Him wearing the same clothes and already being on the pay-per-view is the third or fourth or fifth on the list of problems I have with this. The biggest problem I have with this is that this is how they introduced JYD. And yeah, it's easy to poke fun at the guy because he's turned into a his own, he's got his own zip code. But he's a big star. Paul Orndorff you know. just got a mention. So they did that wrong. Well, yeah, they, they could have. Then there's all kinds of problematic issues with, so this is the real blurry line here for me. Oli and I mean Oli and Flair are terrible heels, so is it okay for them to do this? Well, to make fun of Rocky King? In a racial kind of way. Are you saying they were them doing that made them baby faces? No. I'm saying twenty twenty one they would get canceled. But 1990, they were being heels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're heels. I'm not understanding what you're trying to say. Are you, do you have a problem with them using race like this? In 1990? Yeah. See, this is the thing when you try to start comparing things by today's standards versus back then. Like, And I, this is, what dry, this is the one thing that irritates me about not what we do but people in general, as we review old school wrestling, would you like us to just not talk about it? It happened. Now, if you want me to say in 2021, when I see that, I go, God, that made TV. Boy, there's a lot of people that would be ready to cancel them. But you can't do that because it's an entertaining, it's an, it's entertainment. And I hate to say that because it's pro wrestling. And you can't look at it and go, what the hell were they doing back then? It's 1990. That's not even the worst thing that was on TV. Have you ever tuned into Archie Bunker? What was the name of it? Uh, All, All in, in the, the family? family? I know that was years prior to this, so I mean, that's probably not the best comparison. But When do we snap the line? Why doesn't John Gruden get to do this stuff? Man, I'm look, I'm not getting into current events. My point being is, so now you're defending Doc, John Gruden. Boy, I can't wait till they find out who you I'm are. I'm not. I'm having um, a discussion with my, I'm having a a smart discussion with my my best pals. Well, first of all, what John Gruden did was a shoot. This is this is entertainment. Just like any movie, just like any sitcom, this is entertainment. That's a whole nother topic. I don't think you should do that. Sitcoms are entertainment. Why why do we why do we need a censor? Don't get me started, man. Like, you gotta have comedy, you gotta have things that are funny. This wasn't funny. They did this to get heat. And to compare to look at this now by 2021 standards and get mad, you shouldn't do that. You should just look at it and go, God, that was stiff, like we do. 
But I mean, they're being heels. What do you What do you want them to do? You heard the reaction. That's the one thing we, we're not even talking about. Did you hear the reaction? Dog got cheered. I know he's 390 pounds, but he got cheered. I'm exaggerating. But they were happy when he came in there and beat their ass and chased them off. Um, one other thing I got to point out, Doc. You talking about Orndorff? I see. I think I have an explanation for that. I don't know this for a fact, but they got this. They got this clash coming up. They booked this wrong. This clash should not have been two and a half, three weeks from now. That's part of the problem. They're shoehorning it in quicker. They're forcing Orndorff in I don't trust them to do a damn thing right after what I saw earlier in this episode. The, 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 the clash should have been further on down the line. They're shoehorning it in to get it in, and they should not be doing it. That's the problem. Well, they, that's they why probably got a contract with rushed. the network. Well, that, that's why Orndorff and is being rushed in. And they into a corner. Well, and we're going to see that in a second, and that's why I paused it, but that's part of, part of what's, what the problem is. Harper, are you still there, or did you take go take a dump? That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, he was like, "I've been turtle turtle in it for too long. I got to go set it free." Okay. Um, Paul Orndorff. I'm sorry, Doug Furness defeats Zan Panzer. Paul Orndorff was on commentary, and he was talking bad about the Horsemen and how they do people in. And uh, Doug Furness at one point hit a very nice backdrop on Zan Panzer. And Furnace he also hit a really nice drop kick for the finish. He always does, man, doesn't he? I mean, I'll I like that dude. I can't, you know, his brother was a doofus in Smoky Mountain, but I like watching Doug Furnace. Not the greatest promo, but as a wrestler, whew, let me. I'll watch him any day of the week with those tree trunks he's got, man. Uh, and he, and you're right, he's got springs in his legs. Okay, they go to Orndorf. And this is relatively short. Orndorff cuts a promo, and they announce right here with not really any buildup that Orndorff is going to battle Arn Anderson at the Clash. And this is the point I was trying to make. They're just shoehorning it in. They're, they they got to fit it in. They got this Clash coming up. They needed to make this announcement. It sucks because you're right. I don't think you're right about the JYD thing. Not No, he's overweight. But understanding about how he was a quote-unquote surprise, even though we saw him at the pay-per-view, most people didn't. The bigger problem to me is you bring Orndorff in with no fanfare, no surprise, because you got the clash coming up. And that was, I mean, I think Harper said it. You know, Orndorff, he made Smoky Mountain legitimate back when we were doing that. He was one of the guys that, all right. He lent a huge amount of credibility and when he was fighting Ron, Ron Garvin, geez, that's that's big time for that area. Yeah, just think about that. They booked that feud in Smoky Mountain. Orndorff and Garvin, two stars. And it legitimized, it helped legitimize the promotion in the early days of it. I think we talked about that when we did the RIP for Paul Orndorff. But yeah, Orndorff wins. I'm sorry, Orndorff cuts Wait, his promo. Paul Orndorff died? Paul Orndorff died. We're, you don't. We did an RIP. You, man, you're right, it's man. hard to you're keep just up man. with all these wrestlers, man. Lots of wrestler deaths. But Orndorff will battle Arn Anderson at the Clash. Um, yeah, that's how they break the news. We keep going, and at least you know we've got hey, some continuity Orndorf, here. Orndorff's a big addition here. I think it. I mean, we've kind of said that already, but that's we've got another influx of talent here. He's a big addition, but to the point you made, and I hate agreeing with you, they did it wrong. He should have been a bigger surprise, but again, you're trying to force things in because you got a clash coming up real quick soon. 
and they need to build the clash up and they just they're forcing it on us um no real build i mean they're trying but they're they're forcing it so doom nwa world tag team champions if you didn't watch the pay-per-view they defeated the steiner brothers in a fantastic match and we broke it all down there so become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that way you can access it and watch and listen to us and watch the video version of it as well fantastic match they're taking on doom is taking on jerry price and tim parker teddy long's got a do-rag on he's dancing and stuff at ringside like he always does Cornette mentions on commentary that these guys doom that is are the first african-american tag title holders in nwa he didn't, history. he didn't say that did he he said black okay i have a question for you it's funny because you know what's crazy so I'll use the term African-American around my wife and she, she hates doesn't like that. it. Right. I was going to ask you that because I'm starting to have more and more. You know, I am I am very popular in the in that community. And so I have lots of friends that don't look like me from a pigment perspective. That and community. I, what? Wow. That community. Wow. Well, because I don't know what to call them yet. That's part of this discussion. I've asked people, you know, because. I like to call people what they prefer to be called. And I get more people uh, say, I'd rather be black than African-American. Hey. Well, that's, that's my wife. Up, here's Harper. <laughs> that's my, hey. my wife says that she don't, she don't, she's like, she don't, I mean, she doesn't hate it, but she's like, just, just, I just think like, there's black. a lot of, of, of white people that want to do right by your people and are wow. probably still messing it up. Yeah. So Cornette says, I swear, man, next week he'll say thanks, Trump. And the week after that, he'll say thanks, Biden. And then the next week after that, he'll say <laughs> thanks, nice. Potter. And he's just going to be pissing everybody off because nobody understands jokes no more. Anyway, um, Cornette again so what commented. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just not do anything because the people won't get it? Or yeah. should we be our best selves? I'm talking to a small segment of people. How about, how about, how about we people. just call you a black asshole? <laughs> That's what you are. Cornette mentions once again, these are the first black NWA tag champions in history. That's not completely true because I looked up some stuff here. And in the 70s, Rufus R. Jones was a champion with Wahoo. Now, I know Wahoo's not a black man, but Rufus was. That's half. Okay, like I said, technically he's not correct. I'm not saying he's wrong. Tony Atlas also held it with wrestling two in the 70s. So, you know, they are the first. Now it's black owned and black operated. Now that is true. (laughs) (laughs) It's like FUBU. For us, by us, pal. That's right, God damn it. (laughs) We, We got this shit. So... They also mentioned during the match that Doom Doom won that real quick. Doom is going to take on the Steiners. There's supposed to be a rematch at Clash 11. Hey, and that's as we talked that... about on the uh, on the Capital Combat. Let's do it. The, that was match of the night. Yeah. Hate to spoil it for folks, but it was. Uh, Pillman, uh, Brian Pillman wins the Ruse Slam of the Week with his series of drop kicks. So there you go. And then they play an ad for NW Main Event that features Paul E. and Stan Hansen. I was trying to get to it. Oh, yeah. Um, there it is. Yeah, so why are we giving that away? 
These two assholes are one's in the territory, one's back, and we didn't do anything but right. catch it by accident. I forgot about all old old Paul A. What do you mean? Why are they giving it away? What are you talking about, Doc? It's a commercial. But look at this shit. <laughs> this is you look at this shit. I need you to explain what you're saying. Look at this too. I said, what is this a commercial for? They got Rick Steiner is dressed like a a caveman drawn on a cave, and it's one of the Samoan SWAT team members with what two bones, and he's, you know, beating on a log, like he's, you know, it is, well, a stereotypical. <laughs> this is so racist. Right, and he throws the bone up, and it turns into a phone. And I was like, this is a commercial for the fucking wrestling hotline. We're going full on racist here. Is, I mean, this says WWF light doing corny shit like this. What I'm saying is we just saw a commercial that let us know Stan Hansen's in the territory. So Stan Hansen is a former AWA World Heavyweight Champion. Paul Orndorff was in the first WrestleMania. And we're just kind of letting this all happen as a natural course of events. I see what you're saying. You pr- You prefer seeing Stan Hansen on Saturday night first fuck yeah i don't care if that is if we're not seeing different programs like you said that if if what you said about jyd is true and i'm willing to say you're right then the same holds true for this main event don't show me stan hansen when i'm watching this program i guess it's just trying to get people to tune in the main event i mean look here's the thing we're gonna see stan hansen a lot on saturday night but I but hear you. Yeah. People like the surprise. I, and this is towards the yes. end of when you could really surprise people. They're doing everything wrong behind the scenes here. You could surprise people till the internet became a thing. Even yeah. even, even the smart fans, you still had to subscribe like to those newsletters. Out, well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Started. The Usenet groups and shit. Yeah. That's how I found so, out what happened to Dino Bravo. What? From the internet? Yeah. Who's in a mafia? Yeah. But I didn't know that in 1996 or 1995. Yeah. We'll go up this morning. We'd sit there and wait 30 minutes for that shit to dial up and then oh, start God. getting a page to load. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Remember that shit, dude? No, it was awful. <laughs> dude, you would sit there... For ten minutes waiting for images, to bro. Just to see a fucking meme, right? Just to see one image, you, yeah. You'd sit there for five I need minutes you at to least. Go to thirty three twenty eight and tell me what Corny said. Okay, well, let me tell the people what's happening first. You said thirty three twenty eight, right? Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go back before we do that. We're we're now We've got watching the Steiners the... with Joe Cruz and Bubba Rose in a uh, Steiners got to be angry here because they've just lost the titles to Doom, and so they're gonna take it out on these two guys. But Corny's got something to say behind the match. You said 33:28, right? Yeah. All right, 33:25. Let's see. He was surrounded by 20,000 lightning bugs, and Junkyard Dog comes in the ring and starts beating people up right and left. Hold on. You gave me a bad stamp. Let me go back a few more seconds and get the rest of it. All right, this, here we go. Was, this was cancelable. 
right after this match. As well you should. You've talked to everybody else. Do you ever get the feeling that things have gotten away from you, out of control? I don't know what's going on. There's been more people come through here today than at a truck stop out on Interstate 85. You, you had an interview with Mushmouth Rocky King. He was surrounded by 20,000 lightning bugs and Junkyard Dog comes in the ring and starts beating people up right and left. What the heck's going on around here? Oh, what a move there by Scotty Steiner. Talk Cruz as he tried to leapfrog and suplexed him. We got a great program. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, I you don't see, know what to say. At first, I didn't get it. I had oh, to I got to it. it twice. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, point of lightning bugs. Why is he surrounded by lightning? I was like, oh. <laughs> God. We all don't have those, huh? We used to have them when I was a kid, and now they're all, all the pesticides have killed them all. Oh. I meant lightning bugs, not black people. <laughs> oh, my God. I think people knew what you meant. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah, yeah, obviously, man. Somebody <laughs> will take that the wrong way. God. So is that okay for him to do? Corny. I mean, you wish he wouldn't have said that. I mean, back I, then, bro. I mean, it was 1990. Once again, he's a heel. <laughs> I mean, I'm not he advocating. Canceled. He he got canceled for something similar with the NWA. Well, like I'm yeah, not advocating. I'm not advocating you do that now. What he just said. I am. Why not? But okay, <laughs> 1990. Yeah, like, yeah, I've said this before in the show. The one thing that pisses me off about wrestling versus any other forms of entertainment, like we treat it like it's real, and then we treat it like it's fake whenever it suits our needs. That's yeah. right. It, it it makes me. That's the part that I don't like. You can't push the envelope because you're going to offend somebody. And I'm thinking to myself, Do you watch television? Do you watch sitcoms? Do you watch movies? Do you watch comedies? Do you watch anything on television where there's an actual heel and a baby face, or I'm sorry, a protagonist Dude, and an antagonist? I watch football every weekend. And I see nothing but heels and baby faces. That's different, though. With, 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 with actually entertainment shows that are scripted, even though football can be scripted, I'll make some people hey. mad out there. Um, what, you know, these things are scripted. These racial undertones that are put in sitcoms and television shows and movies, that stuff's scripted. What the hell do you think wrestling is? But people, you can't do it in wrestling, but you can do it in entertainment. It drives me nuts. So now, I think what Corny said, hold on, exactly let me, fin let me, let me finish. There yes, I, I think oh, what he said you? was terrible harper, what do you say? Such, terrible. harper and i are such just loving of all creatures kinds of people that we had to both go back and go now wait a minute what was yeah. that like i mean bugs. it's it's terrible it's terrible <laughs> i want to remind you he's a heel he's a heel and it's man so it's so it's a deep joke i mean it's not like deep like philosophically but you got to pay attention to what he's saying because also He's spitting one-liners and talking fast like Corny does. Which is why I was, like, taking notes and watching. I was like, wait, what did he just say? He lets it fly, man. <laughs> All um, right. So now we're going to have Rick come down with a case of jungle fever. <laughs> and what is by far the most racially tinged episode of wrestling we've ever watched. There's a lot of racist stuff in this. Let's go to Ric Flair now. <laughs> I said racially tinged. 
Let's go to Flair. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the crowd here chanting JYD, JYD, and they're talking to you, Nature Boy. Well, let me explain one thing. Let's get this out front right now, behind my back. The National Wrestling Alliance, I've just told, has signed a match for the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship on the Clash of Champions National Television with Ric Flair, your champion, wrestling everybody's black hero, the Jet Guy Dog. Now, Dog, there's a lot of people in this sport that I don't like for professional reasons, for personal reasons, right on down, I don't like you. And a minute ago, you made the mistake of jumping on a six million dollar athlete, custom made. Let me explain something to you. And I'm gonna say this from the bottom of my heart. You will never high five Michael Jackson. You will never high five Mike Tyson. You will never sit on our studio Hall's show and say you are the first black heavyweight champion of the world over my dead body. And I'm gonna say one thing else to you. When Janet Jackson wraps her arms around this, she don't say nothing about the gigantic dog. <laughs> when Paula Abdul grabs this arm and says, ooh, champ, she don't say nothing about the gigantic dog. Esteemed friend, I am gonna thump you for a number of reasons. Number one being, I'm Ric Flair, and no athlete on the face of this earth insults me. Doc, um, I guess I'll throw it to you. That should have ended the show, by the way. Yeah. Um, you're promoting the clash on the way out. Um, he was straddling some lines there and then not straddling some lines. There's Aerosmith shirt. Um, I'm going to push it back at you, Mike. What do you think about this? Because here's the thing. We've said... They're being heels, but now, man, this thing is just—it's just race, 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 and not hardly. Yeah, I mean, they're pushing. It's all about race. I, I mean, what else can they say? I guess it, because it's staring you in the face, you know. Well, I don't know, man. Like, you could have brought in JYD without the race 
connotations. They took steroids and injected it into this whole thing with what they did with Rocky King. Because I think it's why is he out there? Why is who out there? Rocky King. Well, that's the thing. They were like, "Well, we got a black guy. We can take Rocky right. King and and." But the thing is, we haven't seen him in forever since well, the studio days. Get used to it. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. It, the way they bring him in with his mannerisms, they make it about race from the get go, and then you know, Flair and Oli with the boy comments and put pushing them on the chest because they, they you know we didn't talk about that just their mannerisms towards oh them. yeah rocky's those were his micro head and, those were micro aggressions mike of course yeah, those were like a fucking cop like an old uh, uh oh, buford God. d justice pulling over uh a black kid or something i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going uh that way this doesn't tailspin <laughs> but i mean that's what it reminded me Remember in, 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 in uh, Smokey and a Bandit when he wrecks and the, they got the black cop he goes, boy, we're sheriff so-and-so. And he goes, I am sheriff so-and-so. It says, oh, Jesus. my apologies. You sounded taller on the radio. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Remember that? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Oh, my. Oh. And then he kind of oh. turns back over. He goes, "What in the hell is this world coming to?" For <laughs> <laughs> the world really was different. Anyway, we'll get back on track here. Uh, I, you know, man, there's, there's just a lot. A lot. This, this this is a weird episode, dude. It's bad it, from the. It's just I don't like it. We didn't even talk about. Warriors are just are just there. They are yeah. running out the clock. They, yeah. they they cut a promo, and then they squash Ned Brady and Rick Fargo. But what I was going to say about Flair, you know, Flair's kind of getting all, he got all racist earlier calling Rocky King boy and just the man, you know, just mocking him. And it, it was really, you know, you watch it, and you're like, wow. But then he starts talking about how he, you know, spends time and high fives Mike Tyson and Arsenio Hall. And then he says, you know, You'll never know what it feels like to have Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul wrap their arms around you. Like, okay, so he's a race racist earlier, but he sure loves his black women. Sounds uh, like you. He's hey. okay. He's <laughs> so he's claiming. Like so he's claiming that he's mixed it up. Like he basically said, "I've you know I've." I've got some tang from Janet and Paula. He's got jungle fever. Nothing beats when Darren said, Harper, Harper, I got more tang than you would ever dream of. (laughs) Sometimes quality is not better. Quantity is not better than quality, though. That's That's true. True statement. You're banging some snaggle tooth. There ain't nothing good coming out of that. Okay, any... Um, Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Any any other thoughts on the Road Warriors, Hopper? I we kind of breathe through no that. I got no more notes the rest of the episode because the no. ending was Flair. Right. Oh, well, well, guess you what? Do. Go ahead, Hopper. No. Nothing. The, the fuck Road Warriors is just... Uh-uh. 
I got one more thing before sure we do. before we rate it and hand out Rolex. The Javorski moment of the week. Sting and Tommy Rich cut a promo at the end. Well, that's because we put the random generator on Tommy Rich, and this is who he's standing next to now. It's been the wheel make the deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go now to this promo with these two. A great victory for the Road Warriors. Of course, they've challenged the Horsemen right here next week on World Championship Wrestling. We're here with Sting and Tommy Rich. What do you think about JYD stepping to the head of the Rusty, line? I just feel so good because a lot of us here in the NWA decided to get together, take on a new attitude. Who was first in line? But JYD, he gets in the ring with Ric Flair. The Horsemen, of course, jump to the ring and he says, I got a new attitude. Just try it. Barked at him a little bit and bam, they left. Woo! That makes me feel good. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about this situation? You know, the reason that the horsemen were so successful in the 80s is because their situation, it was always four-on-one. Well, horsemen, it's the 90s now. You know, talk about gangs. They've always had their gangs. Well, Sting, Lex Luger, The Wildfire, Paul Orndorff, JYD, that's a pretty good gang there. And we want all our people. That's going to be the rest of our gang. So everybody come on down because I tell you what, the 90s is going to bring a lot on the horsemen. Sting, Luger, myself, like I said, JYD, Orndorff. We fired up about it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go now to the A&W King of the Slams. <laughs> Sting, Sting is screaming like an asshole. <laughs> Imagine being such a shitty promo that you got to bring in Tommy Rich to make sense. <laughs> that's what he did. He just explained what he just he was like the Sting whisperer and told us what Sting was saying. What sting at the end? JYD on the, We fired up about it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go now to the AW. <laughs> All right, on that note, it's almost time to get out of here. Uh, we need to take care of some business. I talked about becoming a patron, but another way you could support this show is by using our Amazon Associates link. The show gets a little bit of kickback in return when you use that link. It is tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. That's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support the show. Just <laughs> thing was mouth wide open. Uh, great way to support the show without spending anything extra. If you're already on Amazon, please use that link each and every time you're on Amazon. You start shopping the now. Them supply chains is fucked. Put that link into the browser of your wife, girlfriend, side piece, whatever it is. Do like our friend JBL Objective on Twitter said. Literally type it in for them in the browser and bookmark it for them. That way they use it every time they shop on Amazon. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And like I said, if you want that pay-per-view that we just did, want the clash that's coming up in a couple of weeks, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc. Uh, I'll let you choose. You want to rate it or Rolex at first? You tell me. Um, rate it. F. <laughs> Stupid. That is the worst thing we have ever seen on this show. Yeah, this is bad, bro. F. Okay, we just did episodes with Ninja Turtle Norman and Babyface Abdullah. You can't tell me this dominated. is the worst. I'm they mad couldn't at the dominate Luger. it because they were incompetent. I'm mad at the Luger thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, forgot about the whole Luger thing. That's the worst thing I've ever seen on a wrestling show. I think. With a staff infection. 
I mean, unless we're talking about like Jake or Scott Hall being all fucked up and stuff, but Okay. So you're really giving F. it an F. I'm mad. I don't like it. Wow. I didn't look Hopper. at this goof. <laughs> like the dude called you and Hopper. We're gonna put the strap on this asshole. <laughs> Remember I told you there was a guy who was listening to the Mid South show and he and he he um he started listening to to BTT and he like listened to one episode and didn't even make it through to open it I guess and he's tweeting me uh, I need to get rid of you two goofs. <laughs> he needs to send his broad over to me and Harper for a night. We'll teach her what's up. Wow. Come um. On. Okay, so what are you giving it, Harper? What do you grade? A D. Nah, I'm not going that low. I'll give it a broad. C. This is shit. <laughs> and it didn't have to be with Orndorff, St- Stan Hansen, Paulie, even JYD. This should this is a new infusion of talent. It should be it should be looked upon favorably. Uh, yeah, 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 this was bad, dude. Fucking Rocky King. It's like what the f- dancing around like a. Uh. All right. Well, I gave it a C. Okay, Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to since you're mad and giving it an F? No one. Harper stole the words straight out of my mouth. (laughs) When there's an F, nobody. Everybody needs to stop thinking about Rolexes and really take a hard look in the mirror and see what they've done wrong. (laughs) You're going to give it to Jim Hurd's hairdresser, friend? Got to get the pay-per-view. Um... I mean, you wouldn't even give it to Oli. Oli wasn't really racist. Uh, what? Well, yeah, he did kind of call him boy and shit. And well, no, I mean that was flair mostly, but Oli kind of was. For us to find a new promotion to cover. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, dude. Ron, Ron, so you're Tron not Bart. giving you're not giving out a Rolex, Doc. Nope. Wow. Okay. I mean, well, this is I'm bad, bad, bro. And guess what, Harper? Next week's episode is two fucking hours long. Oh it's fuck not. no! It, I'm, lots of, I'm not watching it. Mike. It's lots of it's lots of commercials though. Is what he's. We, let's, let's get a new promotion. Let's do ECW so we'll make the champ happy. Have you tried to watch ECW episodically? Uh, Let me just tell you. New. Let's start it watching uh, uh, USWA from oh, 1990. Well, you, there you go. EC, ECW doesn't age well. All right. Yeah, but the champ liked it. In his love of Southern wrestling, right? Yeah. Right. He liked All right. Southern. He liked it when they came to New Orleans. That's what he liked, right? Bro. Yeah. Hopper, he continued that lie he tells himself lately with his love of Southern wrestling when we talked the other night. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. Yep. All right. Before we get out of here, I, I do want to. When he and his kids start wearing bandanas tied to themselves like the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> Before we get out of here, do need to remind Wait, everyone. Rolex? Sting. Before we get out of here, I want to remind everyone about Harper's video shout outs, life advice, relationship advice. If you want a video or you want to send someone a video because you want a Harper to cut a promo on them, even. First thing, go and send Harper an email, chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. That's chrishopper16, wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then you got to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. 
Uh, if you want props, you'll have to send a little bit more money so our man Hopper can pick up the props. Again, cc30388cc at yahoo.com is his PayPal address. And I also want to mention, before we get out of here, our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV as they cover the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't have nothing else. These two salty sons of guns are uh, mad at the world after this episode. So, uh, Opera, hit the tagline. Let's go home. Fuck it, bitch. Bitch.